Hi, I'm Donnie Funk, and I'm running for City Council in District 4. The City of Lee Summit has many critical decisions ahead of it with the undeveloped PRI land coming available to the market. We cannot outgrow our public safety services or our school district. It is imperative we have an open dialogue and collaborate with our citizens, public safety officials, school district, and our community stakeholders regarding the future of our city. I believe I have the experience and leadership skills to help facilitate these conversations so we can grow responsibly. Hope you'll vote for me on April 7th. Jason, today's episode of the Lee Summit Town Hall Podcast is brought to the good people by a bunch of blinds of Lee Summit. Bunch of blinds! Did you know... Bunch of Blinds of Lee Summit is your home for signature series automated shades, and they provide safer environment for your kids, your family, and even your pets. All hail those robot shade overlords. And you know what else makes me more cool? I know, but you're going to tell me anyway. I'm going to tell them. Tell them. Programmable features allow you to use heating or cooling only when you need it, thus providing maximum energy efficiency for your home, and more importantly, your pocketbook. They're going to bring you safety and save you dollars. So if you are ready to add this smart home feature to your home, go see our friends at Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. Tell them Jason next second. Oh, hell. Hello and welcome to this Friday conversation edition of the Lee Summit Town Hall podcast. Today we're continuing our candidate interviews for the upcoming municipal election. We have with us Rocco Florio, candidate for District 3. Rocco, welcome. Howdy. Extra pressure here because you're going to, you're the one. Last week, we or two weeks ago, we had District 1 where Nick lives. And this week, you are District 3, which is where I live. Oh, so we're going to be extra hard on you, Sweet. or I will be as we go through this process, <laughs> I promise. As a quick refresher, we, we this is not in order to do endorsements or anything. We do not do endorsements at Link to Lee Summit or the Town Hall Podcast. There is only one question this entire thing where we will judge you. You'll know when we get there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think we're ready. You ready, Jason? Uh, we are. Let's get into this. Rock. St- start with the hard one. Okay. Rocco, hard question. Deal. Why are you running? So I think it all started, um, we moved here five years ago, me, my wife, and my son. He's six. Uh, we live up in Lakewood. <clears throat> Uh, we got the Muni Airport up there. Uh, I spent a lot of time outside and actually really enjoyed watching the old World War II biplanes do their formation stuff. And thought it was really cool living so close to a, an airport like that. Uh, and then they expanded the runway about a thousand feet, I think. And I started worrying that um, we were going to turn into like O'Hare or Midway and have Southwest flying over our houses. So I started doing some research on who makes those decisions and um, the Aviation Commission and got into looking at the, uh, the Lee Summit website, City Council, and that's a wormhole as far as the... Uh, <laughs> oh, we live in that wormhole. Yeah, we I know. know. I've, I've seen you on there. So, yeah. Uh, the website's better now. I'll give him that much. It yeah. is better now. So, uh, it's, I found it really interesting um, just how uh, local government goes around here, people's involvement. Um, and so that was my motive as far as just kind of getting involved here. The opportunity came when um, I finished my med- medical executive role at uh, St. Lucie's Hospital, which was this January. So uh, I thought I'd really enjoy the free time. Uh, I had a bunch of projects I was going to do in that lasted like two weeks. Uh, and I started getting a little antsy. And um, the icing on the cake is when uh, District 3 was unopposed. So I, I thought I'd run. 
Well, well, that's a that is a that is a good reason. Well, getting, we always cheer for for races to be opposed. So, so anytime yes. there are multiple we, people, we're we happy. like that. And and I think that 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 gateway in through finding that one issue that starts you down that path is is certainly a fair thing. Okay, so we're going to talk a little bit about a couple of subjects. Um, the first one we're going to start off is economic development. Mm-hmm. Uh, in your answers on your questionnaire, and I'm going to do it again. You can find that. At linktothesummit.com. There you go. I know. It gives me all the feels. All when the branding. Plug my website. Well, you yelled at me the first well, time because I referred to it and then didn't say, referred to the questionnaire and didn't say where it was coming <laughs> from. All right. But in that questionnaire, you had mentioned about preventing what you called over incentivizing projects um, sure. and taking into account what you, what you said. And I'm going to quote you here economic, social, and environmental impact on the community. So give me some more insight into what you mean by that. Like what factors are you really thinking about? Maybe you should apply it to the airport development and and how you think about that way. Um, So what factors you're balancing and how you're coming to these, how you might come to these decisions that uh, impact whether or not to allow or encourage incentives, financial incentives for development. So I'm pretty new to this game. And uh, as far as what I've seen so far and what I've learned is incentives are a great way to support some of the local businesses that have been here already. They help uh, with areas that have blight and they don't have the funding to kind of take care of it. So you can beautify a part of a city that needs it to kind of keep up uh, real estate values and keep up just the the decorum that you want in a certain area. Uh, you could also use incentives to uh, lure new businesses in. Um, I think that applies to where, why the airport is here and some of the benefits and some of the corporate jets that I've seen fly over my house as far as um, that being a area that um, can be used to kind of uh, grow some of the jobs in the city and increase our, uh, our tax base. Um, what I was meaning was that uh, every decision we make needs to have the citizens at heart of it you know there needs to be value in the incentive but it also needs to be um, based off of our values and uh, that the the incentives we use are going to um, help some of these businesses out but we have to have in mind that in the end it has to work best for uh, the citizens and has to bear fruit over the long term um, and not giving away the farm to some businesses uh, that or some uh, residencies, I like the Methodist uh, building going on down there, where um, the advantage is going to that uh, private entity. Well, since you since you brought up the the, the old Methodist church that sounds going to be apartments, did that did the what they did there did that maybe strike you as something you would have been opposed to had you been sitting on the on the dais? No, I I think. Um, being creative uh, in the use of incentives is a is a good way to actually form a partnership between businesses and the city and the, and um, I think it's a way for us to uh, have some more influence instead of just telling some uh, business or some uh, residential area this is what we want um, instead of saying hey we'll come in on this with you we'll help you out but kind of come with us down this path and help with city planning as far as creating a, an environment that maybe is a little more uniform and has a little bit more thought in it instead of just letting everybody put up what they're putting up. So I think it's, I think it's useful. Um, I think you had another person on this podcast call it a hammer, which I, I, I really like that. I think it is a tool. It's something that we could use. Um, it just has to be used wisely. 
Have you ever wondered what factors go into creating your FICO score? If so, you're not alone. Score a Better Future is an exciting nationwide program created by FICO, the company which developed the FICO score used in over 90% of all credit-granting decisions by lenders. In partnership with local nonprofit organizations, the next Score a Better Future financial community education event is coming to Kansas City. This free event will be held at the Bruce R. Watkins Cultural Heritage Center at 3700 Blue Parkway on March 19th from 6 to 8.30 p.m. Hear from FICO experts, gain access to your FICO score for free, and get one-on-one counseling from local nonprofit credit counselors. Dinner is also free, and Congressman Emanuel Cleaver from the 5th District will be speaking. Don't miss out. Spots will go fast, so go to www.fico.com backslash S-A-B-F to reserve your spot today. It's time to score a better future for you and your family. Oh, I thought you were ready for a follow-up. No, good. He, we could move. Man, you had that look. I'm sorry. <laughs> Usually I have to wait for the hand motions. Well, we, we talked a little bit already where, where, where you mentioned the, the airport issue, that expansion thing was what kind of got you into, hey, I want to know what's going on with city government and how it works, and, and that that made you dive in. So now as we look ahead to current issues, is there something, a current issue facing facing the community now that, that you really, if you're elected, you want to sink your teeth into? Is there something that maybe is really driving your decision to run for office? Being on the north side of town, uh, down Todd George with that PRI project coming up, um, that is some beautiful land over there. We take that way over to Little League, um, in the summertime and we're always calling out the deer and the turkey and stuff. And so I think, uh, between that and the, um, portion of Southley summit, that's also up for development. Uh, I think some of those decisions are going to be huge for, um, everybody in for 20, 30 years. So I think we got to get it right now. I think it's uh, important that, uh, those decisions kind of take in heart the economic benefit, but like I said earlier, em- environmental, and just the overall quality of life for the citizens here in Lee Summit. Do you have a dream project? Is there something you'd love to see developed there? I'm just, I'm just going to make you throw something out just for the fun yeah, of it. Yeah, green space, you know, whatever it is, I'd love to see it with a, a lot of green and not, you know, a big concrete thing. Uh, I spent four years in Queens, New York, and, you know, kind of seeing that where the the amount of dirt and grass is limited, it's... It, it, it was one of the really nice things about living out here. So I would like whatever is in there to be uh, something that's pretty green. All right. Well, you, you, we like to talk. One of the things that we often uh, raise when we're, we're dealing with city council issues and, and city issues and honestly school board issues, but specifically for you, the city council is the, the capacity to communicate what's going on. Lots of stuff is happening all the time in there and our podcast does what we can. But as the city council person, you talked about in your uh, questionnaire again about being a voice for the people is one of the, the sort of core functions of that. I think that works both ways. Um, that you have to be a voice for the people to, to get there, but you also have to, to get that. You have to listen. So how do you plan to maybe change things up in terms of as a council council member communicating with your constituents? Uh, we're starting a website. It's called RoccoForLeeSummit.org. And, Look at uh, that. He can plug, yeah. too. That's a nice <laughs> plug. Uh, I think it's a, a, it'll be a great way for uh, people to um, kind of communicate with me unilaterally. I'd also like to have a monthly town hall where I can kind of express what's been going on uh, in city council and what's been going around around town um, and kind of 
people listening to your podcast to kind of get that kind of um, boiled down version of what's going on uh, in the city. So I think uh, some face-to-face -face that way is a good way to kind of hear people's concerns and then kind of express what our, our plan is going forward. Jason talked a little bit about about the communication being a voice being both ways. That sometimes you also have to be a voice to the people. Is there, I guess, is there is there a different way, or or, or do you look at things differently as far as far as getting to them and how you can explain? Because you talked about giving boiled down reason, not reasons, but boiled down versions. How do how do you think you can explain all of the many many things that are happening at City Hall into not just digestible, but well, I guess digestible is really the way I want to say it. How, yeah. how can you do that? Uh, I think I might be a good medium for that because I'm fairly a novice at this. And uh, I think it's it, it might be where I'm not so far along and too technical that um, I, I, as I'm understanding it and learning it for myself, I, I kind of have that uh, information to pass on to everybody else and give them the version that, you know, after I've done all the research and uh, worked out what's going on and got it to where I can digest it. I think uh, it'd be at a level at that point for everyone else to get to. You, you've been really honest about, about that you're a novice at some of these things and, and you're learning. Talk a little bit about that learning curve and what you've learned that you didn't already know, I guess, as, as you've kind of jumped into this thing. Uh, well, I, I have to say I started pretty much from square one where I didn't even know how the government structure was. I didn't know uh, how the council worked, how the mayor worked with the council, city staff, uh, Steve Arbo, learning pretty much all this stuff, planning commission. Um, the website's been really good. I have a couple friends uh, who lived here a while who um, kind of explained to f who some of the people were. Um, but in the end, it's really been a lot of reading, a lot of watching some of that that tape on the website you you know and you just can't get enough watching council sessions that's uh <laughs> that puts you in a very rare it and is, perhaps not very admirable group is that all. is that what you use for anesthesia when yeah, you're, well, when it you're is a, I, I do rock it out at bedtime Wait, yeah <laughs> it's like when you're having trouble sleeping just click that on planning commission i hear is uh, particularly boring so you should try that one as well um so we're gonna we're gonna start to wrap up here a little bit but we're gonna give you 30 seconds or so to just tell us why the people of district three should vote for you for city council all right. Uh, present company excluded. Uh, I'm starting to see a, a real estate theme going on with the candidates uh, who are applying and some of the people who are on uh, council already. So I think it would be nice to add a little of a different perspective there, maybe a little diversity uh, as far as the lenses that we're using to look at some of these projects and some of these ideas. Um, I'm somebody who... Um, is not accepting campaign funds from anybody, no donations. This is all uh, out of us. So uh, there's no influence there from any, any outside sources. And I really don't have an agenda, just somebody who is ready to serve the city. So I think um, give an unbiased approach and be good for city council. All right. Well, we have to ask the, the, the last and the only question that we're going to ask you, to which there is what we believe is a right or wrong answer, we will judge you for. Are you, are you stealing it? No, I'm just going to – Oh, you're I'm setting now, me up? I'm setting you up. Are you, are you, are you setting the up plate? I am setting you – There I'm we set, go. I'm handing you the plates. There we go. Well, here are the plates. If I were to put in front of you two plates, one plate holds tacos, one plate holds burgers. Rocco Florio, which are you choosing? So I know this is a Friday podcast, but we're recording it on Fat Tuesday. 
but every Tuesday is Taco Tuesday. There we go. Once again, the right answer. I, I, I feel like maybe he's listened a little bit and he, he knows how we judge. Hey, you know what? I'm That's okay fine. with that, though. I'm fine. <laughs> this is the kind of shameless sucking up to the judges that we can handle. Right. Well, that was the only thing. Rocco, thank you very much for taking a little bit of time to, to talk with us and, and let us help the voters a little bit by getting all the voices out there so that people can make the best decision they can. Rocco, thank you very much. And we will talk to everybody next time. Thank you very much. You have been listening to Lee Summit Town Hall, a link to Lee Summit podcast with hosts Nick Parker and Jason Norberry. A proud member of the Fredcast Network, you can subscribe to this podcast on most of your favorite podcast apps and catch us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for all the news, analysis, and conversations on the Lee Summit community. Connect with us on Facebook at Link to Lee Summit or on Twitter at LS Town Hall. Mm-hmm.